Hello, audio listeners, and welcome to the Halfwits Podcast, where my brother and I discuss pop culture and geek out about all sorts of nerdy stuff. I'm Kieran, or Kieran Nimbus Online, and this is Tristan, otherwise known as Trunks. I'm Tristan, otherwise known as Trunks. That's right. Uh, if you're not familiar with the format of this podcast, we each bring a topic from pop culture in a show-and-tell style discussion with a segment at the end of the pod where we talk about current events in pop culture. Uh, before we hop into the pod, it's a new year. Uh, we've oh, been yeah. absent for a while. I think our last episode was in November. So there was a scare. So part of it's because of the mic thing. Yes. So, okay, just like last episode, we have a new microphone-based situation. <laughs> so... This time it's going to work better, though. The problem is what you said is Chinese, not like Korean or something, right? Yeah. The, so like our so for Christmas, uh, my my mother bought us these lapel microphones and they're great. Uh, as far as we can tell, I don't know, maybe in the audio, they'll they'll freak up and then we'll know. But um, uh, when I opened the box, it was just a, a square cardboard box. And on the inside was a little bit of, of like foam packaging, the microphones and then instructions entirely in Chinese. It might be Japanese, but I wouldn't know any better. I hadn't seen it, but I'm just going to take his word on it. But we we figured out how they work. But the other problem was that they were Apple products only, yes. which we were worried because we are Android and Windows users. But then I remembered from where I went to school, they made us buy an, buy an iPad, basically, and use that for our homework and stuff. So we are now using an iPad with these new microphones, We've tested the audio one time, so if the audio dies halfway through the video, the podcast, we apologize in advance. Yeah, but uh, with that being said, uh, there's there's a lot of things to talk about, especially in pop culture news. But uh, let's uh, let's hop into things like we normally would. Uh, do you have a topic today that you want to? Discuss? I have a topic, and you're sitting on it. Oh, uh, are you talking about this nice Kingdom Hearts blanket? It is the nice Kingdom Hearts blanket, but it's not the blanket. It's the game. Is there a new game? There's not a new game yet. Um, we're waiting for Kingdom Hearts 4 to come out. We've seen a trailer, but that was about like a year ago or something. I mean, I could find out if there's any more news real quick. I didn't think, like, look up Kingdom Hearts 4 news. What to expect from Kingdom Hearts 4 in 2024? Still no announcement date. But it looks awesome. And it also looks very different. It, like, looks more anime than it ever has before. Which, uh, it looks more like Final Fantasy. It does, and I don't know if I hate that or not, but they've made Sora look very different, and he he looks is like less, a lot less floofy. It's a lot less floofy. I think that comes down to like just the the problem of using it on a PlayStation Two and PlayStation Threes was that you know you have less graphical things to work with. Uh-huh. But like the trailer made it look like they were going to be in Tokyo, like in a city, as their characters. So it's it just. It's very confusing times, but we're waiting for it, and it's supposed to be real big when it does come out. Um, some people are assuming it'll release in the first quarter of 2025, possibly. Um, what I'm waiting for this year, though, in some sort of relation to that, off topic, and uh, really soon, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 comes out. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't play the first one, so it I It was really good. So they, they didn't do the full game? No. Well, okay, so the original Final Fantasy VII game uh-huh. for the PlayStation 1 came on three different discs. I believe it was three different discs. I think okay. we got Mom a... I think Mom has it somewhere, because we bought it for her for like a Mother's Day gift, because she really liked it. But I don't know how she played it. She doesn't have a PS1, so who knows sure. how that's yeah. going to work out. But um, anyway, so what they seem to have done is put the first disc as the first game. 
The first remake game is the first disc of the original. But it's ha- it has a lot more content in it. It's a fully-fledged game. as just part one. They also had an interlude. Um, and now we're getting part two coming out this month, actually, pretty soon, February. So I'm ready to get that and like try it out because I love the first one. Um, <clears throat> what people are thinking is going to happen, because I think for the PS1, the third disc was just the last dungeon because it was so big or something that they had gotcha. to put on the disc. But what people are thinking is they're still going to make a third game. It's just going to be big. Hmm. But either way, we got to this from Kingdom Hearts, right? Yes. Oh, because the thing's coming out soon that are related to Square Enix, the company that makes it. Back to Kingdom Hearts, because that was very digressy. Um, I had a plan. I don't remember what I was going to say next. Hold on. Let me look at the blanket. Blanket of wisdom has nothing for me. Um, I mean, if you, if you just want to talk, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we've covered Kingdom Hearts on the podcast yet. I don't think yet. we have yet. I, okay, well, first of all, we're not going to cover the story because no, it's too big. <laughs> it's, it's just too, it is so actually. Ridiculous. There, you know, we were talking about Brian David Gilbert right yes, before we started this. Yes, absolutely. There's a Polygon Unraveled video he did. If you haven't, if you haven't heard of that, go look it up. Polygon Unraveled. There's one where he tried to describe the story of Kingdom Hearts following the hero's journey of like the twelve steps of like the mentor or like the exposition or whatever. The, yes, but yeah. he kept having to add in extra steps. And then, like, make it confusing. And it's just ridiculous watching him try to figure it out. Because it's confusing. Because there's got to be, like, ten games overall. There's only three Kingdom Hearts games. But there's, like, six spin-off games. Yes. And a lot of them are on, like, mobile consoles and things. Yeah. So there's... Okay. I'll, I'll do, like, a very concise... Well, what do you call that? Um, there's a Condensed. Condensed. There's another one. Like, if you, like, watch, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Blank. Oh, um... Oh, like on YouTube, like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do like shortened versions. Um, hold on, I can... abridged, abridged. So here's the abridged basic history of Kingdom Hearts games in order. There's Kingdom Hearts one, but that's not the first game. Yeah, it was the first game that came out, but it's not the first game. First game is actually Birth by Sleep, which I'm playing through again now to get 100 percent platinum on it. But that's the prequel game. But then there's also another prequel game, by the way, before Birth by Sleep. But it's actually a video you have to watch that poses as a game. Because it's in the collection with the games, but it's a movie. So far, so good? Cool. Then, there's also another prequel between Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 1. So we have three things before Kingdom Hearts 1. The namesake of the series. It's very Star Wars, where it was like 4, 5, 6, then 1, 2, 3, and then 7, 8, 9. That's kind of the order of things happening. Right? Yeah. Um, so what is it? There's So there's all that stuff before it. Then there's like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, and then there's like uh, a game that doesn't matter. And then, oh, and then the mobile thing, there's a mobile game for it that has more prequel stuff. Because it is a prequel to the prequels. So it's very confusing. Long story short. And that's, that is the abridged version, by the way. That's not even the full abridged. Yes. Yeah. Because now we got Kingdom Hearts 3, which is like wrapping up like a whole saga. It's kind of like the Avengers Infinity War endgame kind of thing, basically. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Now we're waiting for the Phase 4 of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 4. But um, I was also going to say, there is some good voice acting in Kingdom Hearts. Mark Hamill plays the old mentor. Mm. You'll never guess who plays the bad guy. Like, the ultimate bad guy. You want to take a guess? Jason Statham. It is not Jason Statham. <laughs> it is Doc from Back to the Future himself. Oh. Christopher Lloyd plays the bad guy, Xehanort. That's cool. And he goes... Keyblade all the time because that's what he's making is the ultimate Keyblade. 
interesting voice acting things. Haley Joel Osment voices Sora, who's he was a, a kid in the nineties, um, who was very popular. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean that's some basic Kingdom Hearts talk. Good game series though. If you ever get the chance to play it, you should. Because it does it also pulls in for Final Fantasy games too. Yeah. There's a lot of bosses or characters. Cloud shows up as a a person you could fight in Hercules world. Yeah. Um you fight Sephiroth in the second Kingdom Hearts game. Hardest boss ever. Yeah. Tangent to that. Uh I'm so on Patreon I'm subscribed to this uh this webcomic that took all the Smash Bros. characters and tried to make a cohesive story with them because the of like Subspace mo- Emissary. Yes. Okay. And it, it's called um oh what's it? Well, it's not this. Oh, are you talking about the fanfic that's like really long? No, no, not that one. This okay. webcomic, it, it's it's more of a comedic tone. But what I really like about it is, it, like, the creator did a ton of research on the characters to see like how they would play with each other. Yeah. Um, and the concept is that they all live in the same house, and that is the what? basic. Yes, that is the basic concept. Great start. Yeah, and Masahiro Sakurai is the uh, the the lease owner. And he comes in occasionally, just like, "Hey, everything's okay, cool." And then he leaves. Anyway, so there, there was a scene in there that I really liked, where Sephiroth and Cloud were like butting heads, and then Sephiroth's like, "Man, this couldn't get any worse." And then the door busts open. You see Sora with a big Mickey hat, and he's like, "Hey, guys!" And Sephiroth's <laughs> like, "Frick." <laughs> that sounds about right, though, because yeah. He- I mean, it, it's it's been like it's like a like a cameo in the game. Yes. Like you fight him, but like it's obviously not meant to be like actual Sephiroth. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you also fight a behemoth, which is a big Final Fantasy VII like boss creature mm. um, at the end of Birth by Sleep. All right, so that's some Kingdom Hearts talk. What what did you did you have anything you wanted to bring to the table? Um. Yeah, I did. Although I don't know how much of a I I don't know I. I was I was debating on saving this one because it does mean a lot to me, but I wanted to talk about Winnie the Pooh for a moment. Okay. Well, he's in Kingdom Hearts, so let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know a little bit about, before we get into this Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh stuff you know? Sure. Just how he's incorporated in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. He's in every game. He just is. Oh, cool. Because you in every game, no matter who you're playing, you find the Book of the Hundred Acre Wood. And it's usually a bonus level, or it's a way to get into a Keyblade... Or you have to find the pages to the book throughout all the worlds and bring them back together. That's actually really awesome. So he's in every game, including the prequel ones, too. Also, Merlin owns the book. Merlin from Sword in the Stone. That is really He's huge. the owner of the Winnie the Pooh book. So he's always the one who's like, oh, thanks for finding my book again. Because he loses it every game. Doesn't ever talk about it. It's just gone and torn up into pieces. I think in one game, a Heartless took it, which is the bad guys, generally. Yeah. But either way, Winnie the Pooh's in every single one. And you play through and you like meet all the characters every time, do some mini games. There's like a Candy Crush uh, Rabbit's Garden kind of game. and That sounds amazing. It's a pretty nice inclusion. But so what do you want to talk about with Winnie the Pooh? I mean, I, let's start with the fact that I like it is probably the most instrumental part of my childhood. Like, I think the building blocks of my sense of humor. And my demeanor when I move throughout the world comes from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I, there, there is something so beautifully, I don't know, so beautifully simple about Winnie the Pooh that I think makes it really hard to adapt in any modern way. I think the movie they did like two, a few years ago with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, AKA like the guy from Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
that Ewan McGregor. Ewan? Ewan? Ewan, Ewan McGregor. E-W-A-N McGregor. Um, they, he had the movie where he was Christopher Robin all grown up. Yes. And then all the animal, all, all the Winnie creatures came out of the Hundred Acre Wood and were just walking around the town of London or wherever he was at and they were just trying to interact with the world. And I thought that was a pretty good way of making it modern, I guess, without like making a new cartoon. Yeah, it, it's a tough thing to adapt to because the um, the author of the the book series that I actually really love too. I I, I actually have a print from 1967 uh, in my uh, collection because I'm I I don't know I'm just a huge fan of Winnie the Pooh. But uh, when A. A. Milne wrote the books, he based it off of his own son um, and sort of the like imaginary play stories that um, that Christopher Robin had. Turns out Christopher Robin was one of like the first child stars and that he got severely bullied throughout his, his childhood because of the books, which I didn't learn. Wait, Christopher Robin was a real person? Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. I knew the bear was based off of a real bear. Uh-huh. I didn't know there was an actual Christopher Robin. Yeah. So, I mean, so I learned this because um, before the Christopher Robin movie that, that you watched, there was actually an earlier one that earlier one that happened in like 2011. And I think it's called, like, The Life of Christopher Robin. Um, Sounds kind of familiar. And the problem with that movie is that it really downplayed what happened to Christopher Robin in favor of, like, telling a a heartwarming story. Which, I mean, is fine. It's just, I don't know, it's a difficult line to cross, right? Because Christopher Robin was a real boy who suffered because of these books. Like, I would say, just imagine that you got bullied because you were in a book. I know. It's kind of a weird thing. I know. <clears throat> Imagine your bullies coming up going, Hey kid, you know, I heard you were in a book with the bear. The bear was kind of cute, but like, screw you, man. Screw well, you for being in that well, book. Well, he was constantly infantized because... Because he was it, a kid in the book? Yes, yes. So when he when he was going about and said, Hi, my name is Christopher Robin, they'd be like, Oh, from the book? And some people would, would take that and throw it in his face. And yeah, it was a really weird thing. Um, hmm. what, what, I, what I was going to go with this was... Um, I think for that reason, you if you're going to do like a Winnie the Pooh adaptation, you got to do it with just the characters because yeah. doing it based off of like the the story of Christopher Robin is really tough. What was that one they did on Disney with the girl? It was like questions. Oh yeah, it's the like Clue a, Crew or something. Winnie the Pooh Clue Crew. You could probably find it on. It might be that because that sounds like a cool title. Oh my gosh! Speaking of that, did you see that uh, Tigger did the default dance before Fortnite came out? I think I saw something like that. Because the original dance is based off of a uh, scene in Scrubs, and I guess the animators in that show threw it as a, a joke um, in for for you know for the adults watching. It's really hilarious because now with context of, of the Fortnite default dance, it is just so out of place. I'll bet. Well, and a lot of people have started doing like weird dances and stuff on it. You could probably find it by looking up like 3D Winnie the Pooh show. Yeah, hold on. Wait. Winnie the Pooh Disney show. Oh, there's another one. Oh, yeah, I did see Oh, that. here it is. Here's, wait, what is, it doesn't tell me the name. Was it Tigger and Pooh? I think that was it. My friends Tigger and Pooh. But I could have sworn it had like a like a super Y vibe to it. Like oh, PBS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't I didn't grow <clears> up <throat> with that one. Um Well, I just remember seeing it. Um, I do remember one year getting a blanket, like a comforter set that was based off of that I remember because he had to make it. Huh? Remember when you had you had a red and yellow like blanket making kit, basically. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was a little that. interesting, but I remember that. Yeah, it was. But, um, yeah, but yeah. So like that show, I don't think was too too bad. But I think like the reason that they stopped making Winnie the Pooh movies is because it's hard to adapt. Just a little bit. That's kind of the problem some people are having with animated shows and make and deciding whether to make them animated still or trying to go to some other format. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's striking my head right now. I'm in Kingdom. I know where I'm in Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> but I was just telling you, like Kingdom Hearts Four looks a little different. Yeah, and not that I would not play it, but it's definitely like a thing to think about. It's like, oh, they've really gone with like a it's different. It's a bit style. polarizing. Yeah. Um, there's gotta be some other things out there that have done that though. Like, um, I can think of Trailer Park Boys was a live yeah, action show, and then the one of the main actors died, so they decided they would animate the show. And just have like reused voice lines for, which means I didn't, I, I didn't watch the animated stuff. I tried, but it just wasn't the same. If it wasn't yeah. like this, like at the original format. Yeah. And normally I'm not one to care if it's animated or not, but sometimes it's just weird to change it. I, I well, and I think the only other comparison I can think of is like Curious George, because Curious George received a PBS show. Um, yeah. That was pretty good, but I believe they also did a 3D movie. They did like two movies, I think. Yeah, I but I think the reception was like pretty meh. Yeah. I don't know. It's some, sometimes it's hard because those stories, when when you create new ones, don't feel as authentic to the the source material. Yeah, like the original uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh book. That's classic. But how many of those could you make on your own? Is really a question. That is a good question, though. How many could you make? Well, I mean, they made a decent amount. Probably a lot. Honestly, I, I did. I did like the um, the Heffalump special. That yeah. one. That one. Was <clears> awesome. And there was the Piglet one and the the Tigger one. And speaking of Winnie the Pooh, have you the seen Grand Adventure one and the Tau of Pooh? The what of Pooh? I want you to search this up. The Tau of Pooh. T A U, like T A O, I believe. Oh, like 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 Buddhism. Yes. Oh, wouldn't. Th- wasn't there the whole thing of like China's president? Yes, and yes, then he would like, like ban people. Yes. Oh, so so the then Ta- they call someone the Tao of Pooh. So the Tao of Pooh is an amazing little book. It is a book. Yes. Um, the idea is that it it illustrates the uh, philosophy of Taoism through Winnie the Pooh because so it's kind of emphasizing the oh bother kind of vibe of living yeah yeah just like about the way that winnie the pooh goes about the world and it connects it to taoism really well i really like that book okay out of all the winnie the pooh characters which one are you if i you're not winnie the pooh i'm sorry but that's just not true no 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 i i was about to say i'm probably rabbit that's probably true yeah like i i'm a little neurotic <clears throat> i can get irritated i like the vibe of eeyore but i don't think i fit the vibe as much as i want to fit the vibe of eeyore could be a mix of tigger I think you'd be a good tigger. Maybe an owl, but owl's too serious. Even when he's not, it's just too... Well, he's also very, like, uppity. I know. That's just too much. Yeah. That's not it. Tigger's got to be close. Yeah, I think Tigger's a pretty good fit for you. I don't know if you're, like, as uh, silly, goofy all the time, but I think he has the same energy. Close enough. Yeah. All right. So we're kind of near in the end-ish. So is this our news time? Yeah, I believe so. I think uh, if you can squeeze it in. I think I had two things that were coming to mind for news. One was Madam Web has come out. Yes. Now, Kieran is not a TikTok user, but he does watch YouTube and stuff. I watch TikTok. I try. I, I watch a little bit every night. Just so that in case there's any 
news or things like I want to see, like involving things I like to watch or play, I can get them quick. But you know what my feed has been filled with for the past like three days? Well, considering the topic for that part. Yeah, it's Madam Web reviews. And do you want to guess how many of them have had a single good thing to say? None of them. All have been bad. I have not heard a single good thing about this movie besides it was a movie. And it's really sad, too, because from my understanding, Madam Web is like a criminally underused character in uh, the comics. She is a good character. Um, and, you know, she's actually in one of the Spider-Man video games. Yeah. Uh, Shattered Dimensions or something like that. So, like, she's a cool character on her own of being some ultimate seer and, like, soothsayer for Spider-Man. Yeah. But apparently this movie did her dirty. Like, bad. And, and truthfully, we can't speak on it because... Uh, I haven't like, watched with- it. With the re- reviews that it's gotten, I've been avoiding it kind of like the plague. I've been watching, I've seen little clips of it, and it doesn't look terrible from the clips I've seen. Maybe it's because it's out of context, and when you see a little mm. clip, you're like, that still kind of looks cool because of the animation or like the CGI or the like the physical acting. But I've heard some funny things. Like apparently the bad guy, they had to redub all his lines after they filmed everything. So it looks like if you're like watching. Dragon Ball Z, but the English dub where it doesn't line up with his mouth at all. Imagine that, but it's not an animation. It's a person. It looks so bad to watch and hear two completely different things. Or what else have you heard? What else have you heard that was bad about it? Um, I, I heard that, I mean, the plot was pretty contrived. Like it didn't yeah. really lead anywhere. Yeah. And I heard also that there were spider suits for the women, right? The spider girls or whatever the like troop name is. Mm. But they only showed up for like two seconds and then they didn't actually put them on or anything. Yeah. They didn't use them. They weren't spider women in any way. Yeah. Or that even if there was like a Spider-Man in there or something, he wasn't wearing anything either. And it's like, how are you going to make a, I mean, I get it's a Madam Web movie, but her whole thing is Spider-Men, Spider-Women, Spider-People. Yeah. So where are they at? What's going on? Uh, I honestly, you want the honest thing here that this movie must have been made with a budget of like ninety dollars. It's either that I could also see two other things happening. Either the executives just wanted to push another movie out and get money, which kind of falls into your ninety dollar budget. Yeah, but they just wanted to get money from superhero movie. Go burr, you know. Mm. Or and I would I think this is a bit more realistic is that they try to make an AI movie. Which is why a lot of the characters apparently have been just very like obvious about what they say. Instead of like a movie where people can think in the movie, they literally say everything out loud. You know, that, that is a, a thing like, I don't know if this is a little off topic. That's a reason that I don't like a lot of anime. Because all the anime characters do that. They do that little moment where they're like, what are they, what's going to happen if he sees me? Blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, like they do like that little like monologue kind of yes, thing. Yes, yeah. Where they're, they're just like, man. I really feel uh, stressed out about this. I wonder what I should do. This person is clearly giving me problems, but should I take them out now? And it's like, I didn't need to hear that. What's what's even worse, though, about the Madam Web movie, from what I've heard, is that instead of it being like monologues, they're talking to each other saying that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, everything they say just sounds dumb Mm -hmm. coming out of it, like something you wouldn't say. So, Madam Web is apparently not doing good. I think it's got like a 17% on like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Hold on. I will find out that exact number because it's not good. I thought it was like 12%. Madam Web ratings. It's a 2.5 on Google, which never seen anything lower than like a 3. It's a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 30% on Metacritic. And it had a budget of $80 million. 
Wow. I mean, that's pretty low for a movie still. It is on the lower side. I think the writing is really what's throwing people off is that they thought it would be better writing. And it just hasn't been. Uh, yeah, you can ex- like you can excuse, and Ooh. let's be clear, eighty million is still like a big budget, but it's inc- like if you compare that to the budget of Avengers, it's not even close. And um, what's more interesting, I think I'm trying to find out right now whoever wrote the movie. Um, who? <clears throat> oh, some people were thinking that it was written by a cine- <laughs> like a pseudonym. No, because the oh, um, the people who made this movie were the people who also made Morbius. Yes, Gods of Egypt. Dracula Untold, and The Last Witch Hunter. I think The Last Witch Hunter was pretty okay. I think Mom liked that one. I've been, I've been told that Dracula Untold is sort of like a hidden gem. Like, there's some really good stuff in that movie, but, it, it like, overall, it has a lot of problems. Oh, they also made that Power Rangers movie in 2017 or whatever. Oh, you mean the crappy reboot? Yeah. That didn't go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> so the writers of Madame Web are those guys. Yeah. Or girls. Um, Wait, who is it? Matt Tazama and Burke Sharpless. I thought I saw a picture of a lady, but maybe for guys. Well, like I said, the, some people are, are speculating that those are pseudo pseudonyms. Like, like where's there's a name that some ghostwriters. Yeah, like yeah, like there's there's a name that some directors use instead of the actual name. Well, um, the director's right here, S. G. Clarkson. So no, she I under- allowed it to happen. No, I understand that. What I'm saying is, on some movies that. Uh, directors are like ashamed of they'll throw in another name oh so you think somebody else wrote this movie and let it go i'm just saying burke sharpless is a really interesting name yeah that's true his, his dad is john sharpless though it says it on here on wikipedia he is a dad. yeah that's john sharpless john sharpless i'm sure you're a treasure you're from wisconsin you're probably cool but anywho yeah madam webb not not going to see it anytime soon. I mean, honestly, it's going to take me a lot to get to... Uh, I mean, shoot, it, it's been so long. We haven't even talked about, like, the Marvels came out, and that was weird. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I wasn't sure if I would want to or not. I watched about half the movie and then tuned out. I was like, ah, I'm good. I, I didn't watch Wakanda Forever, though. That was fine. Wakanda Forever was Wait, pretty good. we talked about this. Yes, yeah. Okay, okay, so we talked about that one. I was worried about the Marvels being less story... There's this point where sometimes nowadays movies are pushing this a really strong feminist agenda mm-hmm. rather than doing that while making a good movie. Because you yes. can make a good movie and promote good feminine values. I don't mind that. There are some good movies out there that actually Absolutely. do that well. Yeah. But some of these movies, especially these superhero movies, are not doing it very well. Well, and, and like, let me make it clear, too. Like, I think... I think the reason that it feels so out of place is when you call such big attention to it, yeah, it makes it seem abnormal. That's what yeah. you do when you call attention to something like this in such a, a major degree. Like the scene in Avengers, I actually thought was fine. Were the they scene... like grouped up all together? To yeah, fight that, that was like they didn't. They weren't all saying, "Let's go, women. Let's do this, women." They, they just, just grouped up awesomely. Yes, cool. yes, exactly. Yeah, like Peter, that was awesome. Peter Parker quivering like whoa that's pretty cool yeah you know? yeah like the, the you can do that but or like the black widow movie i liked it i yes. thought it was good yes I actually, and it yeah. was all about natasha romanoff black widow and and her sister yelena and that's a very it was great good movie yeah and then this and then and then the marvels and wakanda forever came out wakanda forever wasn't that bad it was fine i actually really like what they did with namor i was afraid that they were going to shy away from like the um the original roots of the character and try to like yeah. m- turn into something else. But yeah. they, I, they went even hardcore, more hardcore than I thought that they would. 
and yeah. then really dived into like the Atlantean lore. It's very yeah. cool. So, okay, what else is there to talk about? Right, uh, Deadpool is coming out. Yes, we we. So I I did mention this to uh, to Trons because I. W- w- I wanted to get through Loki before we did another podcast episode so that we could dedicate a portion to it. But yeah. me and my fiance have been taking our time getting through the series, so I haven't finished it yet. But Do you want me to spoil it at all? No. Okay. No. We We're won't talk there. about it. We're we, we probably won't have an episode where we talk about it at this point because it's so like past. I mean, we totally can. That's, that's no big deal. But it will probably be a big part of Deadpool's story. Yes, because well, if you've seen the trailer, like we yes. have it, the the TVA, which is like the main point of Loki, is very present in the trailers. And yes. A lot of places in the trailers are also related, and that's probably going to be how they. People are saying that Deadpool's going to fix the Marvel multiverse because he's going to actually give it some purpose and meaning. And what I'm a little scared about is in the comics run, there was actually two series called Deadpool Kills Marvel. Oh, yeah. Where he goes around and just kills everybody. Um, Some of them I don't think actually fucking make any sense, but that's not the point of the comic. Like, there's a scene where he kills Ghost Rider. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. Fred Deadpool can't die. So, I mean, what's stopping him from just trying over and over and over and over again and somehow winning? That's what Ghost Rider does. Ghost Rider comes from hell. He's 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 a concept. He's the spirit of revenge. You can't just kill it. Well, if you kill them, he won't revenge. Well, then he'll get revenge. No, that's what I'm saying. He would want yeah, revenge. Yes, exactly. So, so anywho, that that's neither here nor there. What I was what I was gonna say is, I hope they don't do something like that, where it's like Deadpool has to to destroy yeah. the Marvel universe. Dude. I'm not getting that vibe. I think he's gonna start Secret Wars. All right, I saw. Okay, I saw another TikTok of this guy talking about the trailer a little bit, and he pointed out if you remember at the end of the first Loki. The big like graveyard at the end of time or whatever, mm-hmm. like the big dust bowl, basically. That appears to be where Deadpool is in this trailer in a few different times. Mm. People are oh, and there's also like a picture of the Secret Wars comic in one of the shots in that dust world. So people are thinking Doctor Doom is gonna some somehow make his way into this as well. That would be cool. Because Fantastic Four got cast and that's gonna be coming soon too. And they're thinking Secret Wars is gonna happen in this end of the time thing with Loki's stuff. Interesting. And I don't, I'm not going to spoil Loki for you, but what happens to Loki at the end of the show could definitely pull into this too. Okay. Um, you'll understand maybe a little more once you watch the end of it. Um, but it does feel like Deadpool's totally opened up multiverse vibes is the idea, um, especially with the TVA thing. And at the very beginning of the trailer, you see him with his, with Marina Baccarin, like his wife and, you know, all these other characters that are like, probably dead slash not here uh-huh. and the TVA come in and bust open his door. Like it's gotta be something multiverse. I mean, uh, Wolverine. Well, well, okay. So we, we can do, te- definitely keep talking about this. I do just want to get out here before we start wrapping things up. X-Men 97 was just announced. Oh yeah. Yeah. The remake or like the continuing. Yes. It's a continuation. Right. Where it left the nineties series. And it's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Dude, like, the animation is so uncanny because it looks exactly like the 90s And it's not hard to go back and animate something. Right, but now that it's being done digitally, like, I don't know, it's it's weird seeing it in HD. It is just (laughs) so incredible. And, dude, I got got goosebumps when I was watching the trailer, hearing that that theme song come in. 
It looks good. Oh my gosh. Everybody's going crazy. So I think we've finally gotten out of the rut of bad Marvel. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 pulled us out of it a little bit. Um, as much as I liked it a lot, a lot, some people didn't like it as much. But that seemed to pull us, start pulling us out. Um, once we hit, like, the Eternals thing, that's kind of, like, where it kind of dipped, I feel like. I, so, and a lot of people have pointed this out. Like, they went from making, like, three blockbusters a year to making eight blockbusters a year, throw in, like, four TV shows, and it just keeps growing. Yeah, they just don't have the production to do it all. They also aren't connecting things together anymore. And like, what happened at the end of Iron Man? Like the first Iron Man, you remember? He, he, he said he was Iron Man. Well, he said he was Iron Man, but like the after credits. Scene. Oh, Nick Fury came in and and asked if he wanted to join the Avengers. No, wasn't that the one where Thor's hammer showed up? Oh, was that the end of Iron Man one or Iron Man two? Okay, point being, Thor's hammer showed up at the end of an Iron Man movie, and everyone's like, "Oh, cool, Thor's coming in." And then, like, the next movie think, was Thor. I think that was Iron Man 2, because that was during... So, like, during the scene where Nick Fury was, like, talking at the donut shop, I think Coulson went off to go inspect the hammer, and that's when we caught up with him at the end. Possibly. Point being, still, you, you hear about something, and then you see something about it. Mm-hmm. All right. What's another example? Thanos showing up in the New York Avengers, the like, Avengers in space. Movie. And we're like, oh, cool. Thanos is coming. There's Thanos. Okay. Now, let's let's fast forward a, a bunch. What happened at the end of Eternals? Two things happened at the end of Eternals. Three big things happened at the end of Eternals. Black Knight. Right? That's his name, right? The Black Knight? Yes. Black Knight showed up. We also had the one guy in the in the, in the Goblin Dwarf, whatever his name was. The oh, weird guy played by Zac Efron. I don't know. I don't remember either. But that should tell you something. And then a bunch of the Eternals got whisked away to go deal with some... Um, Big guys. What are they called? Like Galactus is one. Oh, Eternals? No. That's what they are. That's what the people are. What's Galactus? Not because of Eternal. No. Okay, what's the thing that's in Earth? The giant. I thought that was an Eternal. Maybe that is an Eternal. Hold on. No, I thought there was another name like Gigantic or something. You know, like, what's in the Earth in Eternals? Celestial. Oh. Remember how they got whisked away at the end of Eternals to go talk to the Celestials because they disobeyed? Right. So that's three big things that happened at the end of that movie. Have you heard a single thing about any of those three things? Nope. Nothing. Not a single thing has come up. How about the end of Shang-Chi when they discovered hidden readings in this other universe with the Ten Rings or whatever? Whatever they said at the end of that movie. I have heard nothing since. Not even, I, I bet you, I haven't watched the Marvels, but I bet you they didn't call back to it. Even though Captain Marvel was at the end of the um, Shang Chi to talk about this energy reading stuff, I don't remember. If, I don't know if you remember that or not. I remember that he was brought. So Shang Chi and like his buddies were brought in to the inner, to the sanctum to the, sanctorum. Yeah, sanctum sanctorum. So, but that nothing happened. There's a few things that have just haven't been followed up on, and it's like, what's the point? White Vision in um, WandaVision. That still bothers me. Where's he at? He definitely flew off. He's not dead. He's a living vision. He is vision rebuilt. Where's he at? That was the first thing after Endgame, wasn't it? I think WandaVision was like the first thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Spider-Man No Way Home. But like, where's White Vision? I think that's honestly become a pretty big meme on the Marvel subreddit. It's like, one of these days, White Vision will come back and show them all, all of these things. It's like, where are they at? Used to be, 
even though each movie was separate, there were still connections to the other movies. Mm-hmm. That was the whole point. That's how we get Avengers. Well, I think it's the follow through, right? They are setting yeah. up these things. But they are following through. That's Correct. exactly yeah. it. And why not? I did remember hearing that the way it's the company's built now is Kevin Feige's ahead of it because mm-hmm. he oversees everything. But he's got like three different subheads right below him. And I'm pretty sure... I remember, I watched a MatPat video on I was it. just about to say, the MatPat video that delves into it. says, like, they don't talk to good. each other about this stuff. Yeah. Or all the movie directors don't talk to each other. Let alone, like, some of them don't even read the source material very well. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff just isn't connected because they don't talk about it. And it's a shame because I actually, I really like Black Knight. He'd be really cool. All this stuff is really cool. Yeah. Where's it at, Marvel? Well, speaking of, did you, so I, we're, we're getting to the end of our time here. Yeah, we um, got, like, five minutes. Yeah, but... Did you see Werewolf by Night? I didn't. I didn't know what that was. I was so, confused. It's like Teen Wolf, but it's Marvel, and it's awesome. And and Swamp Thing is in there. Oh, yeah. Or not Swamp Thing. Man Thing. Who came before Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. I might give it a shot. Not a Teen Wolf guy, but it's worth a shot. I, it's a very big general. Oh, what happened at the end of... Something happened at the end of Moon Knight, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The third... Third self ego or um, oh um, personality personality yeah the cool one yeah where's dude. where's Moon Knight two the 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 reveal at the end was really cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just stuff it's just kind of like where's it at or I mean I like She Hulk enough to watch it see um, what I'm hoping for is that they're they're still working things out but like all of these these people are a part of a team right like the Midnight Suns includes. Moon Knight and Black Knight and uh, Ghost Rider and all this a couple stuff of those could guys. Come back. It really could easily be fixed if they did something about it. I mean, they kind of did that with the Marvels, but it was kind of a letdown. Yeah, it really was. From what I heard, I didn't watch. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it at some point. I just didn't have to pay to watch. If, it. if I can say anything, just from the the first half of the movie that I watched, um, uh, Miss Miss Marvel's actor was actually really good. Kamala Khan or whatever. Is yeah, that her Kamala name? Khan. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine. I didn't like the show she was in as much, but it wasn't because she was bad or anything. I just wasn't digging it. I mean, I like the show. Again, the, the best part of that show is her acting. Yeah. I think that she's a really talented young actor. Yeah. Either way, we're out of time now. Yeah, I know. Do we have an outro for these things? Yeah, so I uh, I, I kind of wing it every time. But basically, thank you for listening. If you want to catch me at all the places, you we can should... find me at Cure Nimbus. Oh, yeah. That's true. He streams on Twitch, and he has another podcast. It's the half... No, that's this one. It's the... <laughs> the Infinite podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where I talk about Marvel Snap and stuff. But it's if it's I-N-F-I dash N-O-T. There's no dash, but you got it pretty close. Oh, I thought there was a dash, because no. it's just like Infinite. Right, I just capitalized it at oh, the end. Okay. Well, so it's the Infinite So if you like Marvel Snap, the game, it's actually a really fun game. Go, go, you can go listen and watch him play and stuff. Yeah, and I, I, I try to release videos uh, twice a week on my YouTube channel, so you can check that out. But, uh, but yeah, uh, well, I guess we'll wrap it up here, and uh, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.